fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back. A podcast about the L Word in which we recap every episode of the L Word, one episode at a time. Of forever and ever. Yeah, the L Word is a show about lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> and toast. It's about theories of everything. Nautical journeys. Nautical journey. Boats. Love boats. Love boats. Les boats. Let's go on the les boat. Love boat. What a great song. This week's episode is season two, episode 10, Land Ahoy, which is one of the most aptly named episodes of the season. Sure is. Because uh, it's about a boat. Um, originally aired April 24th, 2005, three days after my birthday <laughs> of that year. Um, I will be saying how many days it was from or before my birthday for every episode, <laughs> in case you haven't caught on. Um, this episode was written by none other than Eileen Chaikin and uh, was directed by Trisha Brock who is a prolific television director. Uh, Trisha Brock directed an episode of Orange is the New Black, among many other things, and an episode of On Becoming a God in Central Florida, which is my current obsession right now. I haven't seen that yet. Get into it if you like multi-level marketing schemes in Central Florida and Kirsten Dunst. Wow. Right up your alley. I know, right? It's like everything I love. It is. Um, Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We open on the deck of a cruise off of Key West, off Florida, Key West. where a member of the band Betty is playing cello for yes. a group of lesbian extras in plastic chairs. They're in plastic chairs that your parents probably had in their backyard growing mm-hmm. up if you are in my age range. And one woman in particular is just captivated, just really just blown away by this beautiful performance oh what a beautiful performance she's really blown away and this is phoebe sparkle she's obviously supposed to be a play on this woman annie sprinkle mm-hmm. who was like a big like sex expert who wrote a lot of books about sex was a sex worker and was super part of a big part of the like sex positive movements of the 80s and 90s so then she's like really entranced by this performance and then these rude ass fucking women interrupt her to try to like talk to her about seven classes of orgasm. Like she is trying to enjoy this performance. Yeah. She is off the clock. Leave her alone. Yeah. And then when the performance is over, she stands up and and claps. She applauds. She gives a one woman standing ovation <laughs> to Betty. That's how you know you're a successful musician if just one audience one member stands up. Single solitary Everyone audience. Everyone else member. is like, I thought this was gonna be the indigo girls. <laughs> This is boring. Like, I thought Sean Colvin was on this boat. And she said, do you take requests? And then the cello lady who has interesting hair <laughs> says, um, what's your desire? You know what my desire is, Reese? I don't know. What is your desire, Carly? To introduce our very special <laughs> guest for this episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. This maybe is our worst segue ever. How many times did you practice that? Zero. Zero. 
that was a cold, cold that was incredible was cold read. Yeah. Um, wow. i am off book but that was no i am impressed say hello hello it's me jasmine savoy brown oh my god the jasmine savoy the brown is here jasmine savoy brown i was ipod kid in a film called laggies <laughs> oh my god what? girl number two in um an episode of the fosters i love girl number two and screaming woman in an episode of grim back in 2013 <laughs> if you don't know my work well get out of town <laughs> Um, what Jasmine is forgetting to mention is that she's also on a beloved series called The Leftovers. Yes, which is Maybe a very underrated series. A I very feel. excellent and underrated yeah. series. It's unfortunate, but it was yeah. amazing. It was it wonderful. It was so good. It I was recommending it to world. someone last week. It's incredible. And that's how I met my girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so cute. Leftovers. Oh yeah. my God, what? Was she in it or did she work on the set? At the time, she was in production, so okay. she was driving me around a lot <laughs> <laughs> do you not know this story no i'm obsessed <laughs> yeah. with this though yeah so this was in 2015 and this was like my first big job and i had like i mean it was a big summer for me i here long story short of my life <laughs> i grew up in a christian house very christian was like in love with jesus gonna wait until yeah. marriage Great for christianity all of i mean for sex all of that stuff and then i'm like 21 22 and i'm like no i don't want to be a virgin i don't know how i feel anymore and i was like let me like have sex a couple guys i was like i don't really like this and i was like okay i'm gonna explore women and have fun and i was in texas filming the show and i made out with one girl at a club and then i was like yes that was amazing i can't wait to have sex with all these ladies and then i met my girlfriend and then we oh put together a and i was like damn it why did i meet the person so fast but also it's great because i got to avoid you know yeah stis and yeah and the pitfalls and- of of dating. Lesbian dating. And yeah. that it's brutal out but there. Sometimes I'll tell you I what. feel jealous when people are like, oh, I dated so I dated so mm-hmm. I can't have that conversation. It's like a mixed bag. I'm glad that I get to avoid it, but then sometimes it sounds fun to reminisce about things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I only dated like four people before I met my now wife. So I don't really have a whole lot of Yeah. All, all my exes are insane too. And, so and it's people just, just like to yeah. make things sound have, way better yeah. than they were i think i have a lot of exes but i would rather just have a wife if we're being honest <laughs> <laughs> the grass is always greener right True. exactly it is but maybe this leads into our next question we ask people on this podcast yes. which is what is your l word origin story when and under what circumstances did you so view this program still in the midst of my word oh this is story. exciting it's like kind of crazy where oh, i actually God. so i met camille on that set and we like snuck around and it was really fun <laughs> <laughs> and then two years later she moved here so we could be together and so she could pursue acting because that's what she's always wanted to do and when she moved here is when she started showing me the l word i'd like heard about it hanging out with her and her friends but i'd never seen it and so we've been slowly watching <laughs> it and currently we're on season six episode five Oh, I have wow. four episodes oh, to go until oh, the end. Oh boy! Which well, season six is so is, bad. Is a we don't even. I no. It's a different. Sh- I, it's a different. No. It's a different program. So yeah. we don't even need to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So I'm still in the midst of my origins. Wow. Story, technically. Next L word question. Yes. Um, are there any characters that you are particularly drawn to, whether you relate to them or they're like super hot or like whatever? Well, everyone loves Carmen. So Love true. watching her on screen. <laughs> yep. I Dana and Alice are my favorite characters. Okay, I really hate to say this, but there are moments where I really understand Jenny. <laughs> Other moments I where like, I judge I, her I, hard. I'm a Jenny. I'm a Jenny truther. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, I like full on Jenny. She says where I'm like I would I would do the same thing. Yeah. And um, 
I don't necessarily love that about myself, but it's just but it's real. The truth. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. I fluctuate between her and like the non fucking annoying sides of Bet. Right. Like the fact she's a strong mixed woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I identify with, but not yeah. all of her whining and <laughs> cheating. She but anyway, some, it's just some ridiculous things. She does. But we love her anyway. <laughs> but we love yeah. her. We love yeah. her so much. We hate Tina. We hate Tina. Do you hate Tina? I do hate Tina. Mm-hmm. Tina took a turn for us though last episode. That's true. We, we she well she like kind of like reclaimed some of her power yeah. in her she life. Has, in the last she has she has some great moments. Yeah. yeah, she has some moments. She has some some habits that annoy me. Yeah. Yes. Well, I started disliking her in season one when she freaked out about Beth's donor being black. Yeah, and no, then, that is, and the, yeah. all their conversations around it. I hated her from that get go. No, so then awful. everything was judged through that lens. For yeah, me I totally going forgot forward. about that. Yeah, it was interesting going back and watching an episode from season two. Yeah. Like they've changed so much yeah. by the time you get to I the know. end. And I'm also sure have. they have aged so well. Yeah. Seeing the trailer for Generation Q. I'm like, oh how did God. they all get hotter? Yeah. Yeah. All Jennifer Beals is hotter. I yeah, don't know she, how it's Jennifer possible. Jennifer Beals looks a hundred percent exactly the same. She looks the same and yet and also more hotter. hot. Yeah. yeah. All three. Kate looks a little bit different. I and, worked with her. Oh yeah. Once. <laughs> Here I'm just throwing that <laughs> out. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I have cool <laughs> things to say. We want to hear all the cool things. We were in a movie together. Oh. We actually didn't ever have any scenes together, but I met her at a party. <laughs> so there's that. What film? A party for the movie. It was called... Oh, a rap party? <laughs> it was a fundraising party halfway through because it was an indie film and he needed yes, more money. Course, naturally. It's called Lane 1974. Mm. And she played... It was based off of a book. What was the name of the book? I forget. This was a couple years ago. But it took place in the Pacific Northwest. Followed this mom who's like kind of hippie, played by Kate Monig, who was like a bad mom and oh. um, would like drive her kids on this bus and like not take them to school and like hmm. kind of not feed them and stuff. I'm not really selling this well, but no, it was, I mean, it sounds it was intriguing. really yeah. interesting and Kate really Manning good. A mom. And she was a mom with really long huh. hair and like really long hair. Yeah. I've never what? seen her with long hair. Let me pull hair. up a picture yeah. of her in this movie. You guys, your minds will be blown. And I used that info to impress my girlfriend because we were still dating and mm-hmm. I knew she was obsessed with the L word and keep moaning. And I was like, I met her today. Oh my God. And she was like, what? Who are you? <laughs> so you do what you got to do to get the ladies. <laughs> or that's, the what lady. lesson. that's what I always say. That's what I always say. Let that be a lesson for that's you. That's what listeners. I always say. <laughs> All right. Shall we continue? So Phoebe Sparkle and the woman with the hair have sex. Yes. All over the cruise ship. Yeah. Did they? So when it's showing all the places they had sex. Yeah shows them having sex with the cello. And then yes. it cuts to that people outside of a sauna. Uh-huh. They're not <laughs> saying they were fucking with the cello in the sauna, right? Because no. a, a cellist way. would never yeah. take their cello into a sauna. Great way to destroy a beautiful oh, musical instrument made of wood. My impression was that her room was here with the door here. And then there was a door to the sauna here. Okay. And then there was another room door here. Really? But I, I, I mean, they, that's really making me, I'm making a lot of apologies for this. A lot of, a lot of or it could be, about. it was showing them in the room yeah. and then it was showing that they were in the sauna and then oh, it showed that they were yeah, in the hot tub. Yeah, but when I thought be. she had the cello in there. Right. That's I upsetting. I didn't like that. No, that's not how you treat a musical <laughs> no, instrument. No, no, no. No, you don't treat a wooden instrument that way. Their sex montage ends with sort of like a lesbian Titanic. Yes. Moment. <laughs> On the mast of the boat yeah. where she's like having a seven kinds of orgasms. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's it's like a lot. I, I hated all of it. It's, it's a, a it's lot. a real choice. Yeah, <laughs> the hot tub sex was an authentic, I think, a authentic lesbian cruise experience that they were having for real. Have you had that experience? I haven't had sex 
in a hot tub on a listening cruise, but I have been friends with people who have, because I've been on, so I've been on three cruises that were our family, which was like Rosie O'Donnell's cruise line um, that she had with her ex-wife. And my friend like was, had worked with Rosie. And so she got us, I was able to get on for like a discount or whatever. So I've been on three of those cruises with mostly gay parents and sometimes kids, sometimes not, but it was fun. And then I went on a sweet cruise, which was a lesbian cruise. All of these things I was got on somehow like sweet, but we got on free to be pressed. And then we also nice. did a thing with Olivia and it wasn't a cruise, but it was a resort for a week, That's cool. which we were at in Mexico um, the week of the 2016 election. Oh boy. Oh, and wow. I was there with my ex-girlfriend. Um, this is a real recipe <laughs> wow. for <a> disaster. <laughs> yeah. We had a really great time. <laughs> oh, wow. But so I have, I have some experience with this, with cruise, with lesbian cruise culture. Well, I hope that, You'll be able to kind of let us know what feels accurate sure, well. as we go authentic. through. Yeah, <laughs> and what is what not. is an authentic lesbian cruise situation? I will definitely say that a cello concert on the open deck is not. It's oh, not. Oh darn it! I, thought <laughs> I really it thought it was. I was hoping it was. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more like people are like, ah, you know, like playing pool games that involve like sticking fruit down their bathing suits and stuff. What? Wait. Anyway, so then we go to um, we go to the theme song. Go to the theme song, and then we go to Shenny's. We go to the tool shed, and this is a real. Wait, we have to do our Mark jingle. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Any scene with Mark, we have to. Mark's in bed with a woman, and he starts to hear something weirds coming through on the cameras, and it's Jenny going. I'm a little 14-year-old. <laughs> and boy has never seen my tits before. And she's like, put your big cock in yeah. my asshole. It's honestly perfect. Like, like it's perfect. She's calling him out in such a direct and brilliant way. And then does the legendary move of writing, is this what you want on she her naked like body? PETA. Yeah. It like a PETA campaign. <laughs> That's really what I... Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, shit. So he goes down to the room and they have like a really intense and honest conversation. Yeah. He's like, you have the wrong idea. And at that point, me watching it, I said, no, she does not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's also like, oh, that's my tape of Shane and Carmen. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) None of this is yours. (laughs) Yeah. She's also taking his camera, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And the tape. Let me just say, I'm glad they cast a white man. Yeah. Uh (laughs) I'm glad they did that. Yes. Yes. And um, she says, you violated us. She asks if he has sisters. And he's like, yeah, of course. And she's like, I want you to ask them when they were violated. He's like, why would you have that? And she's like, because we all have, (laughs) sir. At one point, he's like, I really think you got to just watch the documentary. documentary." And I'm like, I was just, I lost it at that point. And she's like, you have no idea what this feels like. And that she is going to decide when he can take his rapey cameras down. Yeah, he said he's already taken some down and he's going to take the rest down. And mm-hmm. she's like, nope. you will only do that upon me allowing you to. Right, which is a, like, because I think she feels violated. She's obviously has like a history of sexual trauma. And yes. she, this mm-hmm. is like her taking control of the situation in which she felt like she didn't have any control. I thought it was like really honestly poignant and mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. yeah, she says, yeah, she calls the cameras rapey, which I feel like, 
rapey as an adjective, that's when it started for that's me. That's when it started for me too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just calling things rapey. Like that, rapey. Yeah. I wonder if that's what started it in general. Everyone. I know, right? I remember that word appearing for a while. Yeah. I, I, wonder, I wonder that about a few things in the L word. Like, did was it that influential? <laughs> right. It, it could have been. Language spreads so fast. Yeah. So fast. Also, what happened to the girl in the bed with him? Yeah, what? It was like there's this girl in the bed and then she, yeah. it's never revisited. No, no. I hope she's who watching their interaction. Yeah, she, she's like, oh my God, who did I she's just like, I have to right. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she's probably scraping around like, is there a camera in here? And there probably is. Uh, Jenny tells him that he is not allowed to say anything to Carmen or Shane mm-hmm. because she doesn't want it to ruin the vacation. That they're about to be on. That they're about to be on, on a boat together on the lesbo we'll get back to that very soon we go to the planet it seems busy it's bopping it's bopping gets <laughs> taking orders in line and then toe shows up toe flowers guy. comes up behind her gigantic. she real heavy <laughs> gigantic bouquet of flowers very big huge yeah. huge and she seems kind of annoyed but then like by the end of it he has charmed her into having dinner into just like not being mad at him is kind of my vibe that i got like, cause only it was that easy. Yeah. yeah. It took all of 12 seconds. Then we go to the KCRW studios. KCRW. <laughs> where Alice is talking about the upcoming Olivia Cruz they're going on and the panel that Dana's going to be on, which is a panel that is stupid and doesn't make sense. I wrote down never all, happen. Yeah. I wrote down both titles of the panel. For some reason, it has two. Oh, it Lifestyle does. Leadership Panel. Wait, Lifestyle <laughs> Leadership Panel. And then she said it was called Lesbian Dynamics, Love, and Friendship. Which is... What? That's like just having That's a just panel about water thing. or yeah. the sky. Right. Like, yeah. And why, why was why she on this panel on with Miss Sparkle? Yeah. yeah. Why? And who are the other people there? Who yeah. are the people on the panel? Yeah. As a person who's organized many a panel and been on many panels, I wow. call bullshit on this panel. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm an esteemed panelist. I've and been I'm, on a few panels in my I'm day as well. I'm willing to say that about myself because you, know, you should true. have confidence. Oh, so proud of you. Thank you. And Dana is kind of like, she's there to participate in the podcast. Um, this, is, this is a radio show, Reese. It's <laughs> not a podcast. Sorry, I forgot this, this took place in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> 2005. Yeah. So Dana's on the show with her, on the radio show with her. But it seems like for some reason she's there, but Alice doesn't want her to talk on it. Yeah, and she keeps getting pissed. Anytime she says anything. Isn't that because she's, she's interrupted? There wasn't a script, though, that they right. were meant to follow. Yeah. yeah. And you would think Alice would know it's more fun when people are bantering. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, something we figured out long ago. <laughs> yeah. We used to script Experts. every word of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, it's, yeah, like, it's more fun when people are bantering. So I wasn't yeah. sure why. I mean, there is a part where Alice is, like, talks about Jenny and Carmen dating and stuff. And Dana's like, you can't say that no the whole concept <laughs> for the show is flawed yeah. there is no reality uh-huh. where you the radio host yeah. can go on your show live <laughs> live there's no editing and just say whatever the fuck you want about everyone and who they're fucking right and that you're gonna have any friends or uh-huh. a radio show by the time you're done <laughs> right yeah so dana's like interrupting alice and alice is trying to talk and i really felt like it was really similar to like our dynamic just kidding we're like way better at this than they are <laughs> yeah well because i think we both realize that just one of us is not as good as two of us one is not or three enough. of us yeah. yeah exactly the more yeah. the merrier yeah exactly the more the merrier that's what so i always say i, I felt ancient like lesbian uh, adage <laughs> <laughs> the more the merrier i felt like alice was maybe overreacting a little bit i felt like that too sorry alice speaking of merriment 
we go to Jenny's room. Oh boy, where there's interesting music and sound design. I'll just point that out. Interesting. Interesting. It's interesting. Yes. It's, it's a, not bad. Word. It's just mm. interesting. It's mm-hmm. happening. It's two things happening. So first of all, I do want to give a shout out to Jenny for stealing Mark's camera yep. and deciding to use it to make her own Bad videos. <laughs> like she's like, thanks for that. the camera. I've got some stuff I wanted to do. Yeah. That aside. Um, so she's like looking at pictures from, of her family. Yes. And some of them were in the Holocaust mm-hmm. and she's making a video for her mom, who I'm sure is going to be delighted to receive she this cannot video, wait where she asked like tape. about what, how they were branded the yeah. instruments Auschwitz. used. Yeah. When did so and so the look in his eyes when lose he his mind. branded yeah. grandma? Yeah. All of that. I thought I thought this was a little weird in a show mm. about lesbians on a cruise. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is yeah. just a, a real turn. Yeah. It's just there to remind you we all have layers. Oh, it's not so just right. about oh, sex you know and what? fun. You're right. You're right. It's also, also also about other, generational trauma. Yeah, intergenerational <laughs> trauma, which is a big issue in the Jewish it. community. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jewish, so I can say that. <laughs> so is Carly. Correct. Then Carmen comes in. Carmen, Carmen comes in. Glowing. Beautiful, beautiful. She looks Carmen. like she just glowing. had a facial. Like her skin she is just, whew, just radiant. Radiant. Great actor. Great. She's just delightful. Anyway, Jenny's like, I don't want to go on the cruise. And Carmen's like, I want you to go on the cruise because you're my girlfriend. I want to go on a cruise with my girlfriend. And Jenny's like, And he's like, who's your girlfriend? Yeah. Yikes. Yikes on bikes. Jenny says that Burke Connor told me to be truthful and to tell the truth. And that's why she is making this video for her mom because of Burke Connor, who fired her. Also, I reject it. What does that have to do with the truth? She's finding out the truth. Virtually nothing. I just, also, does her mom have a way to play back a DV tape? <laughs> Maybe she's going to transfer it to VHS. Right? Like, how is she going to get the information back to her? She's, she'll like call Jenny and Jenny will be like, mom, I told you, you have to videotape yourself and then send me the tape. <laughs> yeah. I will not listen to this good day. She should Probably. just call. I know her mom is going to get in and be like, why isn't this girl always sending me fucking videos? <laughs> like, she puts it in the stack with the others. Call me. <laughs> the, all Jewish moms want is the a phone call. call. They just want a phone call. That's why all your mom wants. Why don't you call me? You never call. I'm like, mom, the phone works both ways. <laughs> I know, but you're busy. I don't want to bother you. <laughs> That's not what my mother sounds like, but that is the content that of is many the of content. our conversations. That is how it feels. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Right. Fancy dressing room. Yeah. Fancy dressing room. Uh, Helena would like to buy Tina a $5,000 dress. Tina thinks it's a bit much for her to go to an event to an, accept an award for doing community service. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I think you should always look your best. <laughs> Yeah, I would take it because I'd be like, if this is $5,000, obviously she's not going to be with Helena forever, right? Right. But if it's a $5,000 dress, if she hits hard times in the future, she could sell that shit on eBay. Totally. Exactly. Or make a blanket out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or some curtains. Repurpose it for some Tina sort of fun Tina loves wearing photo blankets, so this would be perfect for her. That's very true. Yeah. Also in the scene, Helena gets a good boob grab. Oh, yeah. a huge a big double. Grab. A big boob grab. A yeah. really big one. It, right in them. front of the, the mm. sales person she's yeah. like i think we should take the straps up so I they do see this, some of this. <laughs> I want this ah! stuff. and i'm like that's a lot helena but it's also like <laughs> she's for, correct I for think. helena's normal behavior yeah. in front of people they don't know uh-huh. this is actually Makes not sense. as insane i didn't question it yeah this is yeah a step down of insanity mm-hmm. yeah i'm surprised she didn't just pull is. a boob out and start sucking on it yeah right there just have sex in the are you lactating room. yet okay Jesus then <laughs> <laughs> oh and she's like um, by the way, I also invited Beth. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Helena's crazy. I mean, it's great. It's entertaining. It's super entertaining. I would hang out with her. I'd party <laughs> with her. 
I would love to part. I would love to have a ridiculously wealthy friend to party yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Should we yeah, like, yeah. we're going to go party in France. And I'd be like, yeah, of course we are. And yeah. We'd all just get on the private jet and go. So yeah, Helena invited Bet to the event. Yeah. And Tina's like, oh, okay. And if you are a wealthy lesbian with like a large house and a pool and a jet, blah, blah, blah. Call we're, us. We're, yeah, call us. We're all here for, to be, we, we, we love friends. I'm a great friend. Yeah. I'm loyal. Yeah. I'll I'm, hold you while you cry. I'm I'll cook a loyal for you. Friend. Yeah. I'm a Taurus. We're, oh, great. I'm an Aries Pisces. So I'll like cut a bitch if she hurts you. Yeah. Loyalty. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know that I'd cut anybody, but I would definitely say that I would, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'd do it. Yeah, you would do it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Robin would do it too. Robin's an Aries. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) I'm a Libra, so I wouldn't be able to decide between cutting them and knowing if maybe, I don't know, they had a point, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The devil's advocate slash murder. Yeah. (laughs) Then we go back to Shenny's for what I consider to be one of the cutest scenes ever. Mm -hmm. It's super cute, and it feels totally unscripted. And it was. Oh, it was. So earlier today, Reese and I revisited Mm. one of the most classic L word a real, things. yeah, a real like artifact of lesbian history. Truly an artifact. If you have the L Word DVDs, season two, Land Ahoy, there is a commentary track with none other than Aaron Daniels, Leisha Haley, and Kate Manning. And yeah. Reese and I Incredible. remembered that this morning and decided that we were also going to watch the episode with that commentary track on to just see what those t- three knuckleheads got up to. <laughs> and they basically spend the whole time making fun of the show. And specifically of Betty and the of song. Of Betty, of the music, <laughs> of the extras. Yeah. I mean, they basically hit all the points that we normally hit. Yeah. And they That's make incredible. fun of themselves. Yeah. And how they hate listening to their voices. It's right. very entertaining. Yeah. And they do say, so Jenny is like, Carmen's like, Jenny's not going to go on the cruise. And then Shane's like, well, if you're not going, then I'm not going. And then Jenny's like, ah. And then Carmen's like, well, if you guys aren't going, then I'm not going. And I really wanted to go. Yeah. And then Jenny's like, ah, Jewish guilt. Stop. And then she, and they're all cute about it. And they're like, they okay, are. fine. We're all going to go. And it's like a cute little friendship moment. Yeah. And then Jenny leans back and she says like, oh, we're going to be a fucking threesome, man. And she starts laughing. No one else laughs. No one no. else laughs. No, Carmen like don't. puts her head in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then cuts to the next scene. <laughs> That's a good sign. I feel like this is this is that's the kind of energy you want going into a vacation, uh-huh. especially one yeah. at sea where you're all trapped on a vessel that's yeah. floating in the ocean. Yeah, I did think about this a lot when I was on the at the Olivia Resort with my ex girlfriend. I thought about like, we're this trapped here dynamic that was on this. You know, when you're like, wow, we've already decided that this isn't working, but yet here we are. Yet here we are. Oh on this trip. no. I can't wait to read your book. <laughs> Thank you. And then adapt it into a film. Yes. And then I'll oh play my, it you. It would be a really <laughs> Yeah, you should play me. That would be It would be a really good film. Alice and Dana are packing. I have they are the worst <laughs> packers I have ever fucking seen. But Alice's <laughs> hair looks so good. Alice's I hair love looks it short so like good. that. It looks really cute. It's so cute. Alice's hair looks super cute. Dana's sweater was cute. However, that's not how you pack a suitcase. It's not. Well, Alice is angry packing, so I feel like she gets a pass. But Dana, what are you doing? They're just like sort of half folding things and then like throwing them in. Like, first of all, you should have like packing cubes. Also try rolling stuff. I also I like always actually, roll stuff. Actually, actually fold. To, actually better. fold. Like, you're, you're just, just crumpling. It out. Crumpling and She's throwing. She's just crumpling and throwing it in. This is like, like watching. Watching. so wrinkly I've once done you get this there. Before. If, I, if it's, if I'm running late, I'm running behind. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get there. I'm going to be there for a while. I can sort it out when I get there. I'm just going to shove it in, close it. And when oh. I arrive, I'll organize. 
See, I get stressed out, but I still, I, well, when I arrive, I always iron everything anyway. Well, when I, I arrive, I oh. have to unpack entirely, even if I'm only staying in a place. Yeah, me, me too. too. Yeah, me too. Fully unpack, move in. Yeah. yeah. And then repack the suitcase yeah. so that it's not all fucked up. I like, and then I like to hide the suitcase somewhere where it's yes, out of my place. So you don't see it? Yeah. I, I put it like in the closet. Yeah. Or like you're under the bed sometimes. Under a bed, put under a bed, depending. Um, it should come as no surprise to any of you that my (laughs) packing a suitcase takes forever. Yeah, I usually give myself a week. (laughs) Yeah, and involves should do that. And it involves packing cubes, and it involves rolling things. What are packing tubes? Packing cubes. cubes. There, I'll show you. It's wildly unnecessary stuff that crazy people like me are really into. It sounds like something Camille would be into. Maybe she loves organization. Oh, she's gonna love a packing cube. Much. She's gonna love it. So anyway, Alice is mad. She's angry packing. She's doing the thing that you do when you're upset. But like for some reason, I do this all the time and I don't know why. I don't know what my end game is. But like you're saying, oh, no, I'm fine, even though you're obviously not fine. Yeah. And then you get them to push and push. Or I used to do this. I don't think I do it anymore. But and then Alice admits it. She's like, I wouldn't go to your tennis game and hit you with the tennis racket or whatever. (laughs) Not the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like Alice, you're not a trained tennis player and a tennis game is between two people she was a guest on your radio show and why'd you bring sh- her yeah. yeah why'd you invite her and also you've had this radio show for like five minutes yeah and you have you had the opportunity to have your girlfriend a famous tennis player on your radio show yeah. like what that would have been good for you yeah. girl increased ratings you yeah. could have interviewed her could have been really cute mm-hmm. instead you chose to talk about who Shane is having sex with and nobody even know well actually probably a lot of your listeners do know who Shane right. is actually <laughs> anyway Dana apologizes for some reason. You know, okay. You know why? Because that's a very smart tactic in relationships. We just listened to this book about relationships and the neurobiology of love. Oh my God, I want to know. It's called Your Brain on Love by this man, Stan Tadkin. You can listen to it on Audible. It's amazing. And that is a tactic when your partner's in distress because they're, they're, um, what is that called? Their nervous system is freaking out. It's like, put out the fire. Yeah. Even apologize, even if you're not wrong. Comfort them. And then when it's done, then you explain your side. Otherwise, you're just oh, adding claims that. to the fire. So Camille pointed that out. She paused it. She's like, I noticed that she is doing that tactic very well. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you heard that chapter. Yeah. It's a thing. That's so she, yeah, it was actually, it was very smart. Even though you might watch and be like, what are you apologizing for? You did yeah. nothing wrong. Her partner's in distress. She oh got her God. partner out of the distress. She, she apologized. Did. She even shat on herself and was like, I'm such an asshole. And then after Alice took a breath and like let go of the stress. Then she said, I'm just nervous about the cruise and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. You got to listen to this book. It'll help in your relationship. Wow. I apologize all the time, even when I've done nothing at all. Yeah, I do Uh, that too. And I I don't know if that's me doing a tactic or I think it's just my brain. I think it's my brain. Well, it makes me feel like I have something to to fix or whatever. Like, I don't like situations where I don't feel like I can't walk away with it knowing that, like, I have a path to, like, fix it in some way like fix something about myself or how I handled something you know mm-hmm. like I don't like walking away from something just feeling like someone's mad and I don't know what to do right to make right. it to Same. not to make it not happen again you know what I mean yeah, yeah for sure yeah um but that's why she did that that is awesome yeah look at, I feel so much more knowledgeable about Me too. everything in the world <laughs> but specifically relationships so yeah Dana apologizes they kiss it's cute and they talks t- about being scared and seasick and then they talk about the love boat Everyone, somehow this group of 20-somethings in 2005 are all obsessed with the love boat in detail. (laughs) Um, Yes, this entire group of friends talks about the love boat more than I've ever heard anyone talk about the love boat. Oh, my aunt aunt and my grandma talk about it a lot. Yeah, I've never heard anyone of our age group talk Mm -mm, about it ever. But it's kind of cute. Yeah, it's cute. 
Dana says that she thought that Julie was hot. Mm -hmm. And Alice definitely makes a note of that. Yeah. Yeah. So she finds out that Alice finds out that Dana, who Dana has a crush on from the love boat. And it kind of seems like maybe that's going to come back to them. Mm -hmm. And then we go back to Shenny's where Shane is packing and Mark comes in and kind of is like, hey, I uh, just want you to know you're going to find out bad things about me. And they're, I, you know, I hope that you give me a chance to explain or this something. This is a crazy this thing This is to psychotic say to in me. This is manipulative. And like, <sighs> Jenny told you not to say anything. So instead, you're just going to go say. But also, Look. is it shocking? He's a straight white guy. Uh -huh. That's true. Not to shit on oh, we them. We forgot to do our mark. No, we can shit all over them. Great, because I'm doing it. Most do it. episodes, we just talk right about place. ways that we oh want to murder. We've, I think we've given maybe 50 or 60 scenarios in, of how to murder Mark I feel like there's me. so many ways that, Mark, that more. Yeah. Mark could get killed in this episode. Right yeah, now, definitely. Shane is packing. She could have any number of weapons in that bag mm -hmm. that we don't see. So she could take one out. Yeah, she could just turn around and be like, I don't need to hear anything. I already know the truth. Just shoot him or like cut off his head with a sword. stab him both of his eyes out. Yeah. Like Oedipus. Uh, but, also, <laughs> but also another bananas thing about this is that shane accepts that she's yeah. like you're being intense and cryptic but yeah. okay she doesn't she's not like she's huh, not i like, wonder what this, this is thing weird. is because also that's what straight white guys do <laughs> so she wasn't shocked that's true it oh really yeah that's true it really wasn't a red flag because it just, just like you're being normal. weird but makes but sense whatever. for your kind he's like i'm your friend and she's like cool i'm your friend adult male <laughs> i'm gonna go on the boat now yeah also um, mark you that's not friendship in the l word DVD commentary track, um, Kate Manning said that she stole this outfit, and I just want to say that this is yet another Shane outfit I attempted to replicate in my own personal life. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm sorry to all of oh, us. Oh, wait, is this the vest? No, no it's no, the, this the is army the camouflage. Okay. Henley. Okay. Jeans. Yeah. Then we go to the Vancouver airport. Yes. Except it's, it's, supposed, <laughs> it's supposed to be LAX. <laughs> it's supposed to be LAX, but it's not. It's definitely not LAX. It's Vancouver. And so this is like, there's so much fashion happening in this scene. There's so much. So much fashion. And it's something that they address in the commentary as well. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how Erin was upset the whole day because of how much she hated her pants. Yeah. And every time that I've seen this show, the original, all rewatches, I've been like, oh my God, those pants are terrible. This time, I endeavor to suggest that those pants are finally in style. I think Dana looks like she's ready to go to vacation in Palm Springs and she looks great. I like the pants. Yeah. yeah. I think they're in now. They weren't yeah. then. I think they are. I think you but would they see work them now. at wow. Trina Turk in Palm Springs. Yeah. So it's finally, and I think that is really meaningful for the show. <laughs> I know? agree. So this ahead of its moment. time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dana doesn't want to bring a carry-on. Or Dana, doesn't, Dana would like to check her bag. Right. She really, 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 really wants to check her bag. And Alice is kind of rude about it. She was yeah. a little snappy this yeah. episode. Yeah, she's like, fine, you're going to be the only one who, you know, you hold, hold us all everyone. Up. I was like, yeah. if someone is that adamant about something, just like just let it go. Yeah. So but then, everyone uh, is pretty cute here. Yeah, everyone's cute. It's like, you know, friends going on a trip on a plane. You know, yeah. you don't do that super often probably. And so mm -hmm. it's fine. So then there's a shot of palm trees. And the soundtrack is like, Breathing, 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 yeah. breathing, breathing. Does, that's not, does that happen? I feel like... That happens on this show sometimes. I've never, like, clocked it oh, until it's, this it's time. It's up a few times. One time it was like, Tina, Tina, Tina. And it was in Bette's voice. Remember that one? I... They occasionally take bits of the theme song and do mm -hmm. that. It's very confusing. Just for everyone's records, this... They did actually go on a cruise. The cast went on I an Olivia cruise. I was wondering that. It was a Mayan Caribbean cruise from October 30th to November 6th, 2004. That started in Key West and then went to Costa Maya, Mexico. Then went to Cozumel, Playa de Carmen. 
and then went to another to Progreso, Mexico, wow. and then came back to Tampa, Florida. Oh, Tampa. That's incredible. It was a week long cruise. How fun. Yeah. Also, what a shit show. <laughs> like for filming? Yeah. Oh, I know. It must have been a disaster. Been yeah. In the commentary, they talk a lot about times when they were nauseous. And they stuff. all seem to be super nauseous the whole time. Yeah. Oh. So then we go to the hotel where Ben is once again very optimistic about an upcoming yeah. visit from her father. She, it looks so happy to see him despite knowing that he's going to upset her, her always. Yeah, it's it's interesting for yeah. sure. She's like, Daddy! Which, like, ew! Oh. <laughs> I hate, when, no offense if either of you do this or nope. any of you listeners do nope. this. Nope, nope. Don't call your dad daddy yeah, after call your age girlfriend daddy. Yeah, yes. it makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, oh my gosh. Made but, me nauseous. So one thing like we learned from the, the from the staff commentary is that this was shot at the Sutton Place in Vancouver, which is a hotel that all the actors stay in. Most actors stay in when they're shooting in Vancouver. Oh. They called it Hotel Hollywood. And you, you looked at me and you said, it's like the Olympic Village. I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of attractive people wandering around, sexually charged. <laughs> yes. So Bet um, is really excited to see him. It seems like it's a surprise that he's there. She does not seem to have had much advance warning. Well, yet. she has a whole day planned. She has for a him. whole day planned mm-hmm. to go she look at a painting. Super excited about? No, no. She's like, we're gonna look at some art. Then we're gonna have lunch with an artist. The artist is, of course, Alan Barnes, the only artist we have on the show mm-hmm. right now. Um, she like, refers. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, she calls her once again one of our most important living artists, which yeah. is like I think that just should be her name from now on. It's just yeah. to be Alan Barnes, one of our most important living yeah. artists. Um, and also, I guess this is his first appearance this season, right? So we yeah. should once again say that this is Ossie Davis, who is a legendary Legend. actor, civil rights activist, and he was actually sick. He died shortly after this. Oh my god! This season was filmed. This was his last wow. job. Wow. Um, and he's just an incredible, incredible person. And it was a big get for them to have him definitely playing her yeah. father. One of the only things they don't make fun of in the commentary. No, they just talk about how him and his wife were so nice and like, and like, really, like cool. really joy on to have on set and everything. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to the airport for what so, I have described as an iconic airport security moment. I wrote which, iconic LAX. <laughs> <laughs> which I've been there. Oh, have yeah. You, oh, yeah. I have, I have not. not. I have. I have not. And I've it, never. I don't yeah. think I've ever packed the sex toys in a carry on. I don't think I have either. I have and, multiple times. And, how, and did this happen? Yeah. And, <gasps> it, and I tell us everything. I don't remember everything. I just remember the lady like. Seeing it and maybe picking it up and me being like, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. She's like, I see things like this every day. <laughs> and she put it back in and closed it and I walked away. Like sent you off. But I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh. And it was in Texas. Everyone's Christian Ooh, loves yeah. Jesus Yeek. and stuff. And it was, a yeah, a good old, good old, a good old dick. <laughs> and this that's in stark contrast to the airport security guy in this scene who seemingly has never seen like, or heard of a penis? dildo. Yeah. yeah. He was playing with it like what is this? It's also a realistic And there's even balls. Yeah. It has like balls. Like mine yeah. didn't have balls. <laughs> this one so it like just looks like a pe- it's so, he has no idea what it is. No. And then they pick up the nipple clamps. And did the lady put it in her pocket? Cuz she said <laughs> I something think, oh, and really? I thought, I, I was so. like did she 
keep them? She keeps them. And then Camille pointed out, she's like, why is it that all the people that they happen to interact <laughs> with are also lesbians at all times? Because then she like winked as they yeah. walked away. Right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, I know. That really set up b- bad expectations for what the real world would be like. Yeah. Also, Jenny, Jenny in the background is making amazing noises, facial expressions. Yeah. She's always like, oh, ooh, oh, wow. Like the three of them laughing at them behind uh-huh. them is, the is best great. Part. Yeah. Another thing that happens in the scene that they don't really address is that Shane, like many masculine presenting women, is stopped and patted down mm-hmm. through yeah. after going through the scanner. I would love to say, say a few words about this. If yeah, I could. I would love Thank to hear them. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I would like to advocate strongly for TSA PreCheck. <laughs> Getting TSA PreCheck, it's $85 mm-hmm. for five years, and it changed my life. Every single time I went to the airport and had to go through security, it would set I, before, my body. Before TSA pre-check. Before pre-check. Mm-hmm. Um, the body scanner machines. And this is post. Uh, this is like the new body scanners right. of the last, what decade is it? Yeah. Um, the, uh, my body would set off the machine every every single time. Because right, they, they would click that because you're a man, right? Would, I don't know. They would, yeah. I don't know. Because like if you oh. put like if some, all, lots of times like masculine presenting AFAB people or whatever. They'll think that it's a man, so they'll press. There's a certain button depending on your gender. And it's just male and female. I did not know that. It's I thought just everyone just walked through this machine. It just, why does that even need to be? I have great no questions. idea. These are all great questions. So they press wow. on, and then when something comes up on the scanner that and suggests the otherwise, the word that they like, always what? use is anomaly. Right, anomaly. Which is a very horrible word to mm-hmm. use. But some men have about. breasts. Look, yeah. It or doesn't some women make have a, a huge lick of sense. Clit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like? And I would see the screen and it yeah. would show, like, I don't know. I thought it was like, because like I wear like, like boyish underwear and I thought uh, it was like, huh. like a big red glowing square would be over my crotch. Huh. And I would be like, is it the, sh- the underwear shape? Because I wear, I wear boy underwear. Like I but literally wear little. fine? Yeah, I go through fine. This is very confusing. Um, I'm never so, wow. so I would want to urge if you are able any uh, trans non-binary gender non-conforming type folks you might really want to do that because then you can just go through a metal detector and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Also, you don't have to take your laptop out of your bag and or you your can shoes leave off. your shoes on. Oh, yeah. wow. And 85 bucks for, for five. It changed for my life. Great. Too. I'm changed my always life. running late to the airport. All, and yeah, and that's the I've other thing. The couple line flights, And now I... I never do. Even if I get there way too late, I make it just fine. You make it just fine mm-hmm. because... TSA PreCheck, sponsor TSA our podcast. Pre-check. We would yeah. love to. Well, actually, I really don't want to support TSA in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, way. that's true. Um, yeah, no, we don't want to be yeah. embedded in TSA. Cops. Those are yeah. spy cops. Yeah. Um, this, uh, and in the cast commentary on the DVD, Kate Benning says, like, this is realistic because this is what happens to her every time she goes to the airport. Wow. Incredible. I... I'm gonna look into that. Why yeah. is it's there? So why do you stupid. need to know the gender of the person? It's just a body. Just check for guns or whatever. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Wow. I mean, I know that sometimes people hide things in their vaginas, but I don't really but know also what. Also, guy that would could hide a thing in his butthole. So yeah. why does it matter which hole it's in? Just like it doesn't matter. Wow. Anyway, good, good plug. <sighs> anyway, I just really love TSA Bridgeck. <laughs> and so yeah, they can't take their nipple clamps on the plane. <laughs> And but the dildo gets to go on the plane. The dildo gets to go on the plane. No one's going to kill anyone with dildo. that dildo. Because dicks go where they yeah. want. Unless it's like, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> then we go to the CAC. Melvin is staring at a painting with Alan Barnes. Alan and, Barnes, one of our most important living artists. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and Bette Porter. Um, at some point, Alan Barnes says something about the dangling carrot of the Ashcrofts and the Bushies. 
I just zoned the fuck out in the scene. This I was, was just didn't too many care about words. Yeah. And she says, it makes me want to go hide in a hole forever. And he was like, well, that would be your prerogative. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pieced out of the yeah. room. Uh-huh. Walked off. Yeah. And uh, point and Melvin. Point Melvin. <laughs> Melvin sometimes has some solid fucking some comebacks. Fucking zingers. Mm-hmm. And then back can't, but then he gets lost. And that's when we sort of, it reminded me of my grandfather when he was sick, like that sort yeah. of way that, they walk around like not really understanding where they are, you know, yeah, when you have, watch. it was hard to watch. It reminded yeah. me a lot of my grandmother who had dementia for yeah. a decade. Yeah. Um, but she finds him, brings him back to her office and they talk about, um, he but, says he actually did like the painting very yeah. much, but he mm-hmm. found Alan Barnes, our most important living artist, um, <laughs> to be condescending and wanting him, wanting to make him sound ignorant. And I was like, that's yeah, true. You nailed that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you. she did. Yeah called that out and then bet asked why he didn't fight for his relationship with her mother um and he basically says like well you wouldn't understand you're not married and she's like i kind of can't understand i was with tina for eight years and i've been with tina for like eight minutes and i i feel 10 years older too mm-hmm. so that was awkward yes mm-hmm. yes it was she says she's made dinner reservations but he's like i'd rather eat at the hotel restaurant which is a classic old person move that is such yeah. a visiting parent thing to yeah. say. So true. Yeah. why not eat at the restaurant the hotel she's like oh. that's honestly sometimes me on trips i'm yeah. like i'm just gonna get grab that's always at the hotel. me yeah on a trip yeah. yeah i can keep my pajamas on even yeah. though you're not supposed to i do i also do and you're comfy and you get full go to bed doing sweats, yeah doing a t-shirt you don't have doing to, like, my go, slides you don't have to go there yep. and back you don't have to get a car Mm-mm. you know um and he also agrees. He's like, hey, I'd like to see Katie, which is Kit. And Bet's like, Kit's boyfriend is in town. And he's like, well, we can invite Kit's boyfriend too. And then Bet's like, you have not even asked how Tina is and you're inviting Kit's boyfriend of two weeks to dinner. Which is mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. But also, this is the same conversation I feel like you have with your father every time he's on the show. Yeah. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, anytime you talk to him, which is that he has doesn't see your relationships as mm-hmm. uh, as legitimate as a straight relationship and mm-hmm. maybe you should just i don't want to tell about what to do but like this I is feel just like to be that's, this is family we always it's have the same now. arguments every single time mm-hmm. you know a lot of gay phobia in this scene i appreciate his insistence on calling her miss canard yeah <laughs> he's very formal yeah. maybe he writes for the new york times <laughs> so we all go down on the lesbo <laughs> so this is a song that um starts now and will be used many times in this episode <laughs> It's we're all getting down on the les boat. Why don't you guys sing it for us? Um, I'm getting down on the les boat. That you got to pitch in. No, reset <laughs> it. That was enough for me to you hear it. You should do it. All getting down on the les boat. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. good. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go die. Do you want to do it? We're all getting down on the les boat. Oh, oh you're so I changed good. the uh, yeah, tune you there. Did. Yeah, you did. You made it your own. You really I did. mixed it up. The girl with the hair is still making out with Phoebe Sparkle, like against. Oh, outside of the ship. Yeah. As everyone's walking by to get on it. As they're getting. So I'm assuming that Betty is leaving the boat. Yeah. That's like a different. This is doesn't okay. happen. They don't do back to back cruises, but I guess that's what they're trying to say. That they're very that she, busy. She's not going to be. <laughs> right. the, Betty, she has to probably do some gigs. So she's not going to be on the next. She's got to be on land for a but while. Phoebe Sparkle is going to be on it. And. Alice, Alice is like very into Phoebe Sparkle. She wants to see if she makes Starstruck. that girl come. Standing out. How does Alice boat? not recognize that that is the woman from Betty? None she of has do. got to be the only woman that looks like that. Yeah. And they've seen her multiple times. Yeah. I just have so many questions. Yeah. She performed at the planet. She sure did. She was in On the Alice's. Betty. Didn't Alice get them? I, I think maybe you are right. Yeah. 
It's just ludicrous. I'm sorry. So this is kind of cute because they have like the older, wider lesbians, older, wiser, older, wider lesbians. Yikes. Older, <laughs> older, wiser lesbians group is like having a little meetup. And that's cute. That's a real group. That's cute. It's cool. owls. The owls. And these are all like real people who are on the cruise. So these are these aren't hired extras. Some of them were paid to be extras. Like you could apply online. Unfortunately, Wayback Machine has yeah. not archived that page. Oh, that's but a you could shame. apply online to be like an official extra. So that's I do. Cool. I think it's possible that the people who have lines, like we're Maybe people we're, who are going to be on the we're going to be on the ship, but we're paid to be. What a great week for them, right? right? Like, like triple win. Seriously, mm-hmm. I'm they got paid to be on the L word. Okay. The while girls on were the, on the cruise. Wow. Sean Colvin's on the cruise. Sean Spoiler alert. Cruise. Wow. Yeah, the owls thing, that's cute. And then Dana is mobbed by fans, which mm-hmm. is something that we've talked about multiple times on the show. Why is Dana never mobbed by fans? So it takes for her actually getting onto the lesbian yeah. boat to finally be mobbed by fans. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Cute. Which that's is also insane. authentic yeah. to the lesbian cruise experience that the talent is always being swarmed by fans. Yeah. Like Rosie like stopped leaving her. She had this sort of like tower no, room. that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like she would leave only like a few times and people would always be disappointed on the forums afterwards. They'd be like, Rosie O'Donnell barely came down. Well, she's done. I don't blame her. Yeah. I don't either. Oh, then Alice kind of strides up to the captain and whispers something in his ear. And he's like, yeah, I could do that for you. He checks her out multiple times. He, he sure, sure does. does. <laughs> but she likes it. She does. It, she she sure does. We get to uh, Jenny's room. It looks like somehow they have a single bed for, the, for three people. For Jenny, Carmen, and it's Shane. It's like a walk-in closet. Yeah. yeah. It's like a New York City apartment. And yeah. Shane's like, I thought we <laughs> had a suite. Like, who told you that? He, yeah. <laughs> you think you three could afford a suite? <laughs> I assume they totally were going as, as, as like, guests of Dana's. Because it doesn't seem like any of them would be able to afford it otherwise. Yeah, I think so they, they probably would have that they're Dana's guests. So they probably would have only... they w- Obviously, they would have given them the worst room. Yeah. yeah. Like for sure. Yeah. So Jenny has this great idea <laughs> where they'll all sleep in the bed and Carmen can sleep in the middle. See, this is where I relate to Jenny. <laughs> I would say that kind yeah. of, if I knew that yeah. I would just want to fuck with these two until mm-hmm. I felt yeah, done. Definitely. Yeah. Watch you squirm. I completely like, get it. I'm going to fuck with you and I'm going to yes. enjoy it mm-hmm. until I'm ready yeah. to let you know and move on. This Everything is that Jenny so does fun. in this episode is honestly perfect. <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. way she handles Mark, the way she handles the situation. I like, I love it. Yes. And I am a noted hater of Jenny, and I think she is doing everything great in this episode. I'll just say that. And then Shane says, even for Jenny, she's acting weird. Yeah. (laughs) And they both stand there feeling weird. Everyone's just feeling weird. But not Dana and Alice, because they actually do have a very nice suite. Yeah, they have a really nice Mm -hmm. suite with a big fruit basket. Yep. Then we go to this panel. So this, this is the panel, the panel that, quote. that Dana is on. Yeah, the it panel is, about love, In life. case you forgot, is the lifestyle leadership panel on lesbian dynamics, love, and friendship. Right. And people are asking for advice. And I have to say, I don't think Phoebe Sparkle's giving great advice. <laughs> it just felt very reductive. Yeah, it was really like, it felt like no one like really put time into this dialogue in this. They were just like, let's just like throw some generic. Are you saying that the L word writers weren't <laughs> able to write well about the subject of polyamory? But you, also, is that what you're saying? Because that's shocking. Also, the way that Phoebe Sparkle talks is so annoying to me. You know? She's like, jealousy will rear its ugly head. You know? I'm guessing that Dana and her so partner true. know how to spice things up. It's like, ugh, go overboard. That is not <laughs> how you would handle ocean. this. No. If people are really coming to you for sex advice. Yeah. On a public panel. Yeah. Yeah, what? Interesting. Yeah, it was terrible advice and just 
Yeah. And then Jenny uh, has a question. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, how do you feel about threesomes? Woo! 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 Also, in the cast commentary, we learned that the cast was actually drinking alcohol during this scene and yes. were reprimanded for it. Yeah. They, they got you trouble. noticed that? No, I didn't notice that, but, <laughs> but I like, love yeah. that. <laughs> they, yeah, the director yelled at them. They were like, you're working. Yeah. Um, a woman in a yellow polo shirt asks Dana to marry her. Dana to marry her and the way she says it, her voice is forever burned into yeah. my brain. Dana Fearbanks, will you marry me? <laughs> uh, Dana handles it well. Yeah, she's, she's like, does. yeah, no. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, she's cute and charming, and she's like, I'm in a committed r- relationship, not one of those polyamorphic things or whatever. That's like, they just told you what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just said it. Yeah. We go to dinner with Daddy. Porter family. Ew. <laughs> Don't say that ever again. That's so gross. So gross. Porter family dinner. Um, this is another scene where I just tune the fuck out because Toe Guy and Dad talk. Oh gosh. About atoms and oh my and God. neurons and biology and blared or blared or blared and God and the stuff and the uh, things and I was like, uh, blood cells. Where are the lesbians? <laughs> what? Where's the boat? <sighs> Yeah. He literally says, how did you come up with this theory of everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? No one cares. And no also, cares. but then, but then I think what he's implying is, oh, so basically you're just applying this physics theory to, to like a self-help yes. like cult model what is what you're doing, is, right? You're a man. Yeah. <laughs> I worship you. You can do no wrong because yep. you're a man. Mm-hmm. And I love that my one daughter isn't disappointing me by bringing this man to dinner. Yeah. Bet. What the fuck? And also Bet uh, says nice things about Kip. She's like, Kit has really turned the planet into this mm-hmm. nice nightclub. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's good. I think this is two episodes in a row that Bet has actually been nice to Kit. Bet has been super supportive of Kit, Kit for at yeah. least two episodes in a row. Yeah. You know, just a lot of growth. She's growing. She's really growing. Her. So then we go back to the boat. Les boat. There's a big party, dance party on There's the Les boat. a big dance party on the Les boat. Shane and Jenny are dancing. And then Jenny and Carmen are kissing. And then Jen pushes Shane and Carmen's faces together and they make out. <laughs> this is so great. But they good also job, have Jenny. palpable... Sexual attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, according to the commentary, palpable nausea. Yeah. They, they're, they're, oh, no. The boat While they're making out. Lot, and that Shane felt like she was, that Kate felt like she was going to throw up the whole time. And they were, you can see, um, I don't think you can see. You can see their They're wearing it. those little C-sick. motion sickness bracelets. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they're like these little blue bracelets with this little thing that pushes that into pushes your. And it's supposed point. to That's help. terrible. I know, it's awful. Yeah. They're like, we want you to do this sexy scene and yeah. also, like, try not to puke. That yeah. sounds about right. The other person. I will say that one thing that was... Um, I mean, it was just one episode of a show, but like, I think one of the things that's really interesting about these like cruises and vacation stuff is that it, you sort of build like a miniature world for yourself within it. Mm-hmm. Like, you sort of figure out who your friends are on the cruise mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you start like meeting up with them for meals. It's like you create like this tiny little, you create like new routines of like where you like to go during the day and stuff. But, like, they didn't really capture that. Like, they never even make friends with anyone else right. on the cruise. You know, and usually like the talent would all at least hang out with each other. It's not like they would be like, Cordoned and not like out there with people. They had a lot of plot to burn through in this episode. Yeah, they the did. They yeah, didn't really why. let them just like be yeah. on vacation. Yeah. It didn't feel to me like they spent a week on this cruise in this no, it episode. Felt like, it felt like 48 hours. 48 yeah. hours. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it, it felt like just maybe felt like two or three days at most. But it was supposed to be a week? It was supposed to be a week. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. they never say that in the show, but the actual cruise itself was a week. So right. maybe they were trying to, but it comes off as a weekend, as a weekend For yeah. sure. jaunt. They also never went to shore, and shore stops are like a big part. Oh, of that's so true. 
Um, so then Shane goes outside to smoke a cigarette and, and brood. lean over the edge of the boat and brood and think about her life. Which is that's a callback to season one when she does that on that yacht party. Oh, that's right. Wow, mm. good call. Jesus. Nice. I thought about that one. Then we go to the planet. To the planet. Benjamin lives in Portland? Yeah, what? Does it... Is, does he not? Was she making that up? No, she said that. I just like of all. If you were saying where no, does that Benjamin black man Bradshaw wouldn't live in Portland? No, that he would not. Especially not in the early two thousand. No, never. No, I was like it's ridiculous. Portland. Like if you would ask me to name fifty cities that he might be living in, I, Portland would not be on that. Absolutely list. not. Yeah, as someone from Oregon, <laughs> he would not live in Portland at where that are you time. From in Oregon, Springfield, oh. close to Eugene, two hours oh, south nice. of Portland. Mm. It's a very white. <laughs> White, white, white place. Yeah. It's, yes. Dude, it's systematic um, exclusion. Yeah. There's a lot of it there. Yeah. Yeah. So that felt very unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And so he keeps asking. So yeah, Bet has brought dad to visit Kit at the planet so he mm -hmm. can see the planet and be very proud of his daughter. And he keeps asking questions about Benjamin. Mm -hmm. And Bet eventually has to kick Kit under the table and make up a story about why he lives in Oregon and why he's not there and why she's never been to visit him and why he's staying at a hotel. And she's like, please do not tell him he is married. He's, yeah. He doesn't need to know that. It's been 14 years since you guys have talked. Aren't you excited to hang out with daddy? Yes, I miss daddy. <laughs> daddy. Oh. <laughs> Kill me. Then they drink espresso and they do not have a pair of polenta tart. They don't. Probably the markup on that is like yeah, $14,000. Yeah, that's like they'd point. be losing $2 million if they, if they didn't, they if they ate summer. one, if they gave it away. They're for display only. Yeah. Um, so, it would have to be like an employee would have to like punch it so that it would break. They'd be like, oh no, it's broken. Let's eat it. Which is yeah. what I did when I worked at a like deli and I was 14. When I worked at a bookstore, yes. I used to rip the covers off of magazines because then you could just keep the magazine. Yeah. But it, you, it's, if you send the cover back to the publisher, then the store isn't charged for it. Oh. oh. I don't know if that's still how magazines work. Cover. Hot tip. You just send the cover back. Um, Melvin would like to dine at the planet tonight, but Bet cannot come because of her prior engagement with Miss Kennard. Miss Kennard. And Bet is like really just about to lose it at this yeah. point. She's just like on. She's like, listen, like I have you have, have no respect for this relationship I've been in for eight years. You're already obsessed with Benjamin fucking Bradshaw, the toe guy. <laughs> like no, no one likes the toe guy, dad. No one. And so she's like, she basically is like, I don't want to end up sad and alone like you. Bye. And then Kit reaches out and comforts her dad. She puts her hand her on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. It's the worst. <gasps> okay, so then we go to the back to the cruise ship. We back go to the, to the pool. Cruise ship. These pool are party. This is definitely full of actual cruise passengers. Lots of cargo shorts. Lots of cargo yeah. shorts. Um, on the Verge by La Tigra is playing. Ooh, that authentic cruise music. Authentic cruise music. Honestly, beach party music. Um, cool Alice party. is being super cute. She's like chewing on her little straw, and she goes and yeah, asks Phoebe really Sparkle horrible. if she really streeps with the different woman every night, and then her answer is so fucking annoying. Yeah. She's like, I like to have sex as much as possible whenever, wherever, yeah. or whatever. And then she's like eyeing Shane. Yeah, Shane's like, hey, have you seen Carmen? Yeah, I threw myself overboard. Have you seen Jenny? Look. Oh. And then she's Shane. like, hello, who's this? She mentions she was sad that the cello lady is gone. Like, yeah. Phoebe Sparkle actually says that. I'm like, don't yes. you know her name? The <laughs> cello lady? That's what she said. Um, yeah, she, call says, her Betty, she says it's which too bad that cello lady. You know, sometimes she says, sometimes I find someone and I stick with them. Yeah. Like, but too bad that cello lady is gone or that whatever. They fucked 19 times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, wow. That cello lady. Shane is like, all right, sure, whatever. Yeah, we could have a drink. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, uh, Jenny. Oh, yes. Jenny dancing up on the. Mm -hmm. In her bubble dress. Yes. And her headscarf. Jenny and she throws her headscarf, throws the headscarf into the ocean. Into the ocean. Mm hmm. As one does. That's something that you do on vacation sometimes. 
All right, so Jenny is having a great time in the pool. She's flapping around in her parachute. Um, she's having a wonderful time. Alice got Dana a captain's outfit. And Alice got and an the Lesboat song plays again. We're on the Lesboat. <laughs> Alice is dressed as Julie. Classic line, is that a periscope in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Dana is Captain Steubing. And uh, they are interrupted sexually. By a knock on the door. <laughs> By a knock on the door. Knock, knock. <laughs> knock You're going to be late for dinner. You're all already the other, late for dinner. All the other people are seated. You're going to be late. Come on. <laughs> so the, in their love boat role play outfits, they go to dinner. And she's packing, by the way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. And we go to the ballroom, which looks very Titanic-y. Yes. Or actually, I just called it the ballroom. It's not really a ballroom. It's a dining room. Yeah. And the cast commentary revealed to us that, I don't know if you noted what I gave the dates of when this took place, but George W. Bush had just been elected president when they were filming this scene. Oh. And so everyone was miserable. Miserable. And that's funny because Donald Trump was elected while I was on my Olivia trip. And yeah. it was a bit of a downer. A bit. Yeah, you could say that. A bit of a downer, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jenny is being really cute, I think. Yes. Now is she getting in the pool? No, now she, she's already been in the pool. Okay. They're now she's in her, like, she's dressed in, like, a black shirt, and she has her little boy hair. Mm-hmm. And she's just That's like, cute. I don't know. She, like, waves at this, like, very butch woman in a tuxedo. Oh, she's yeah. Like, she's beautiful. She's like, we can have a threesome with her. <laughs> Carmen is like, what is your deal, seriously? <laughs> yeah. And then someone says the salad is great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's important on a boat. Yeah. To have a good salad. That's very true. The um, lettuce is not fresh. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, something we didn't say, mm. but I just need to say, one of the fans that mobs Dana at the pool party scene says, I drive a Subaru because of you. No. And it's very funny. I she, wow. laughed very hard. Wow. Yeah. I missed that. It's the most ridiculous Product placement y silly thing. I drive a Subaru because, because of, you. of you. Isn't that great? What a great message. Yeah. She should write that down because she can put that in her deck when she's showing the advertiser. Exactly. How much exactly. Her promotion really helped to get future deals. And Subaru. Then get paid more next year. Mm-hmm. Please exactly. advertise on our podcast. <clears throat> okay. So now we're at Tina's dinner thing. Mm-hmm. She's we, wearing the dress. Her boobs are out. Wearing her boob dress. Bet is wearing a different kind of dress. Bet? Yeah. <laughs> she looks what a little emo. <laughs> Yeah. Her so hair's being strangled by her dress. Yeah. It's like a choker style collar. It looks like maybe it's the back of the dress, but it's the front. Yeah. Like that like stress piece going down the sternum area. Yeah. I would say it's a fashion don't. But somehow it kind of works. She makes it work though. She looks yeah. great. I don't know. I mean, she, she always she wears great. the most insane outfits, but then like she pulls it off. Yeah. She's Jennifer Beals. I really liked Helena's dress also. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. They all look great. And it's a fun events or for whatever. For some reason, everyone's whispering to each other. Well, she whispers all... She likes to whisper. Bet likes to whisper. It's a thing. Is that like a power move? Maybe. The people have to like lean in and be like, what did you say? Maybe so. Maybe That's so. She likes to whisper and Tina likes to... It's <sighs> fine. So, um, Tina and Bet talk to each other. And Tina says it means a lot that Bet's there. And that the other day was really, really nice. And that maybe they could spend some more time together. And Beth's like, wait, do you want to date me? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, Helena and I aren't exclusive. And it's, I don't know. I thought that was actually like a great moment. Yeah, and, I like that moment. And then she says hello to Helena. And then Helena's like, Tina, we have to go meet Senator Feinstein. She's not staying for dinner. Yeah. And, and she's like, like, you're like, at table 27, right? Which is just a way of her asserting, I gave you this table. Is this the top off? 
I think it's a top off. It's a top off. It's a top off. It's a very brief top off. It's, it's a just a few off. little punch, a little some little light slaps or well, like Helena invited Bet. Yes. So that's like a power move mm-hmm. right there. And then seated her mm-hmm. at a table in Siberia. Yes. <laughs> we know it's in Siberia because the number twenty-seven is a very high number mm-hmm. of tables. Yes. And then uh, she sweeps Tina away to mm-hmm. go enjoy her event with her. Mm-hmm. But before that happened, Tina did say that she wants to date Bet. Right. So does anyone get any points in this scenario? I kind of feel like what Helen has done here isn't that impressive. Yeah. It's just more of her like usual scheming. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they both, I feel like it's another tie. I think, I don't know that anyone gets a point Mm -hmm. in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Glad I brought it up. (laughs) Back to Olivia Cruz. Sean Colvin is playing a song. Shane seems to be conversing with BB Sparkle in a genuine way. Carmen's unhappy. Mm-hmm. Sean Colvin is singing Sunny Came Home, which is a real classic about 10 years before this episode was yes. made. And Shane ducks out with Phoebe Sparkle. And Alice just wants to fuck Captain Steubing. And Dana's like, it's rude. We can't leave yet. Which is true. And Alice is like, oh, man. She's like an invited <laughs> guest on the ship, so yeah. she does need to stay. Yeah. The Sean Colvin performance. We go back to the benefit. Where Bet is thriving at table twenty-seven. Oh my god, <laughs> so true. It's, she is some of the best. <laughs> it was so impressive. Yeah, she's laughing. She's using her hands yeah. to talk. Uh, big gestures, smiling. Everyone mm-hmm. is enraptured with whatever she's saying. She yeah. I, at one point mm-hmm. I hear her say the word artist. And <laughs> Tina is watching. She's watching her from across the room from mm-hmm. table. I'm going to assume one or two. She probably was at table one or two, right? She had I mean, to. She, had been. she was being honored. Uh, back on the boat. Dana and Alice are about to have their little love boat sex, and it's really cute. They're talking like they're in love boat characters. It's really cute until Dana gets seasick. And she throws up. That's right. She's like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, It's bad. That's unfortunate. (laughs) It's bad. Meanwhile, in Phoebe Sparkle's suite, we're having an an actual Phoebe Sparkle has the nicest suite I've seen on this boat. Yeah, this is... The Shane, first time we've seen a real top off yeah. on the show. Phoebe's like, you're going to top me. And Shane's like, you think you're going to top me? And then they're like, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah. But, and then Shane's like, can I just sleep over? Because everything is really weird in my room. And she's like, I would love that because I am tired. And she's like, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Which I was like, you're psychotic. Camille like, was like, this is the problem. This is why people have unrealistic ideas of sex. <laughs> it's true. She says, I fuck all day, every day, anyone, anytime. And then isn't actually doing that. Uh-huh. And all these women are thinking, what's wrong with me? I'm right. not fucking all day, every day. I'm tired. She should have just told the truth. Yeah. She's really bad at her job. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise she would tell job. the truth. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be giving advice. Yeah. Don't take advice from her. No. Then, um, Oh, Carmen sleeps and Jenny watches. Yeah. No, That's yeah. the whole Another thing I would do if I was really angry, <laughs> I'd sit there like, am I going to kill you? Am I, I would, I would sit there, you? but I would look much angrier. Like I would have my arms folded For across sure. my chest and I would have like a furrowed brow and I would just be like slowly shaking I might even head. be stream of consciousness journaling about how angry Ooh. I am at this person. Ooh. I would yeah. probably just be playing a game Jenny wasn't journaling. <laughs> I'm actually surprised by that as well. She seems like that. Or passive aggressively downloading Tinder, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, then we go back to uh, the, to the planet. planet, sort of juxtaposed to the benefit because um, dad passes out at dinner with Kid and Benjamin and then she calls Bet. So Bet has to leave the benefit right when Tina is getting up to accept her award. And, and by the way, when Tina's waited 90 seconds. Okay, yeah. this is... so Like her dad's not going to die within right. a 90-second time frame of her getting there Seriously. later. Yeah. So w- like I had something really stressful happen to me right before when I went to girls shorts at Outfest. 
I did. I had an emergency come through on my phone right before. And I was like, we have to see Carly's film. But then we have to leave. See? And that was more like 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was a like good the friend. third one, I want to say. Yeah. And then you were 18 you just, like, minutes. Out. Yeah. And then we just like. Yeah. So it was just so silly and dramatic and very bad. Yeah. My whole thing here, I was when I came over before, I was like, I have a really un- maybe unpopular opinion about Bet at the end of the episode. And it's yeah. that she could have waited another, what, mm. t- two whole minutes? Yeah, that's it. She didn't even have to hear her whole speech. She could have like seen that she was up there waving like, yeah, Sorry, I had to go and like, left. like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. They had pictures up there of Tina and her wearing blankets. Oh, good. For like her. in her pink blanket. Outfit. Oh, that was great. yeah. So that was Loves memorialized. Yeah. Um, then there's some random LAB role. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, we're off the boat now. And we go back to Shenny's for a very emotional oh, climax. Yeah. So this scene yeah. is shot in a handheld camera style, which we all know on the show means something dramatic is happening. Mm-hmm. Mark has taken down the cameras. So as soon as they walk in, he basically is like, He's I taking had down the final one. He timed it he right <laughs> for then perfectly so that he would be just getting off the ladder as they walked yeah. in. Right. And he was like, checking the traffic from this? LAX. He knew when the flight came in. Yeah. Like, now like, I okay, will begin. Okay. Yeah. And now we start. And he was like, I've taken down all the cameras. I had them up all over the house, all the tapes sitting there. And he says that Jenny saw a tape of them together. Right. Yes. Yeah, and they immediately know what that means. Oh, yeah, they sure do. Jenny picks up the classic short film, Shane Carmen Love Confession, and just gives it to Carmen. She's like, this is a gift from me to you. She doesn't say that, obviously. Very dramatic. And everyone is sort of like in shock. And Shane looks like someone just killed her dog. Yes. Carmen takes the tape that Jenny has given her and like punches it into Mark's chest, yeah. which I, to this day, still don't fully understand. Same. Just throw it at him. Or punch him. Yeah, but or don't yeah. push the tape into his chest. He's not Iron Man. I don't fully understand that. In his chest. Yeah, it doesn't. I never. What I didn't understand impulse? this then. I don't understand it now. Um, but then Carmen and Jenny go into Jenny's lovely pink bedroom, and Jenny is like trying to essentially trying to set Carmen free. Yeah. Like you don't have yeah. to keep pretending to date me just to be yeah. close to Shane. Like just be with Shane. And then Carmen literally says like, no, you know that being together is fun and easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not helping. That's not a great thing to say. No, that's not ideal. She's like, if you watch the tape, you see that like, I wanted to make it work with you. I want to be with you and make it work with you. And it's like, I was like, that was not in the tape. No, it's not in the tape. And also, about. and also in this moment, this would have been a moment like they did with Dana and Tanya, where they actually explained to us why they were in this relationship to begin with. And they don't yeah, really. Because it never made sense, really, anyway. And Jenny's like, you just want to be with me to be close to Shane. Yeah. You I think mean, that's the reason? I don't know. I think, because Carmen was also just hanging out with them. Yeah. So she didn't have to date Jenny to keep hanging out Mm-mm. at their house. No. But it, I think maybe it was more like it gave her a distraction from when she was hanging out with them. Mm. Like hanging out, if she's gonna be like hanging out at the house and Shane's gonna be always making out with some random girl, mm, right? Then Carmen has Jenny to distract her and maybe make Shane jealous. Yeah. And also, and I think if it weren't for them two, we would never have had the toilet sex. Right. Exactly. Very which which every lesbian has had. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Piss play. Just good to get that representation in. I think. Show doesn't know what to do with polyamory, but yeah, it seems like Jenny's like it's okay that we're not meant to be together. Shane's my best friend and I don't want to fuck that up. Yeah. I think at that point, Carmen is kind of like, okay. Yeah. I, I think that's them breaking up. Right? Yeah. 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 So then we go back to the kitchen and it's just Shane and Mark. Shane's like looking through the tape. So I wrote down all the tape too. names that I could <laughs> do. Yes. Short. These are the short films. Okay. 
Shane and Friends. Yes. Shane with Flower Girl. Shane Late Evening. There are actually four separate tapes labeled <laughs> Shane Late Evening. Um, Carmen on the phone. And Carmen Cooking. Oh, it was Carmen Cooking. I couldn't see the name. You could just see men at the end. So oh, men cooking. <laughs> what do you, What if it was a bunch of men cooking? It was like Carmen and Gomi. It was Mark and Gomi. And then Impossible. the stove caught on fire and they died. Impossible. Another way for him to die. Would have been yeah. great. So then Carmen, uh, as Shane and Mark are sort of having this like very quiet, uh, charged staring at each other thing. Yeah. Carmen leaves and she and Shane have eye contact. And everything is incredibly tense and dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a way to come back from vacation, you know? Oh, terrible. Oh, terrible. It's I just... came back from a trip once and somebody had hit my car that was parked outside of my home. Oh, no. Like a drunk driver, like, rammed into it. No. And I was like, what a shitty way to come back from vacation. Yeah. I mean, it's actually not, worse, it's not uncommon to come back to bad things because, like, mail has piled up, you know, like, you right. left your things unattended or, your, you know, it's like, it's not uncommon for you to come back from a trip yeah. to be like, fuck, but this is a lot. This is a lot. This is not a good way to come back from a trip. Yeah. I like to clean my house right before I go on a trip yeah, so that I can come home. I like the thought house. of that. It's never <laughs> happened, but someday. So yeah. Mark just stands there pouting, basically. Yeah. And <laughs> this is a moment where I was like, oh, this is it. Shane's going to finally kill Mark. Right. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Yeah. And I think he would have let it happen. He would have been, he would have allowed so it. He should have just walked to the kitchen, gotten a knife. Mm-hmm said take off your pants mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. sliced sure he would have enjoyed it yeah and then That's Olivia Benson she... would have had to come investigate mm-hmm. <laughs> but Shane had a nice moment she had some nice emotional dark yeah. shit going on mm-hmm. here she did so she punches him right in the fucking face yeah I don't think the the staging of that was the, the best work the L word has ever done no the camera position was weird yeah and it definitely looked fake yeah mm-hmm. there are many ways to position a camera so that a fake punch looks real. Yeah. They didn't Many. do it. This was not one of them, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And it ends there, right? Yeah, she punches him in the face and then throws one of the cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes like the tiniest little like... It's like, clink! <laughs> <laughs> so anticlimactic. I'm like, oh, it's going like, to bust a window. They put in a sound effect that was just like glass shattering. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Even though like nothing happened. I wish she'd just thrown the camera at his face. Yeah. That would have that made an impact. Knock but it was just out. the tiny spy cameras. They weren't. They yeah. don't weigh much. They don't take up a lot of space. Then um, that's it. And that that's that is the episode. That's the episode. All right. So thoughts. How do we do? We like this episode. Have our feelings about this episode changed since the first time we've seen this episode? How does everybody feel right now? You know. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it better this time. Yeah. The first time I've watched all the episodes you know they sometimes felt a little bit much mm-hmm. yes. didn't fully understand all the choices <laughs> trying to fair. just wrap my mind around it yeah and so it was more fun <laughs> you just let go and just kind of like yeah I'm like you know I know what I've gotten into yeah um I've always really loved this episode I've always yeah. found the Olivia Cruz episode to be a really fun episode yeah um because of the group vacation vibes yeah. and all the Alice and Dana shenanigans mm-hmm. but this is also a huge crazy Jenny Shane Carmen thing plus the Mark stuff and then I always would forget about the Bettentina part of this episode yeah completely I think honestly like this is an episode in which none of it I mean some of the dad stuff was like eh, but like I don't know Aussie Davis is so good that it kind of like makes it anyway Mm -hmm. you know that's fair so there really wasn't anything in this episode that I hated yeah you know even Mark like all of his scenes were him getting his ass handed to him right you know what I mean Fine or his true. or his Shane and Carmen love tape handed to him. 
but his like award-winning short film his award-winning short film shane carmen love confession which will be out fast next year <laughs> please <laughs> and um, yeah this is one of my favorite episodes honestly i really like it and i think that jenny the way that she handles the situation with mark is brilliant mm -hmm. and it feels like there's a lot of like natural improv happening a lot with yeah. like kate and mia and aaron and leisha and even um sarah and i love it i think it's a great it's one of their best episodes for sure somehow Eileen Shaken manages to write some of their best episodes, and I don't know how that's possible. But she it does. Just, just happens. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's a question that we ask everybody. Okay. Be scared. If you could pick any characters on the L Word to read fan fiction about, who would you pick? Hmm. 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 <laughs> this is a good question. Oh, this is, does, is it only characters that have been named so far? No, it can be a, it can be future characters. Okay, I'm interested in Carmen. Uh huh. I'm interested in Tasha. Uh huh. I love Tasha. Yeah, Th those are the people that pop into my head right now. I don't know about them together. Right. But I'm trying to think of if that would be a thing. I think it could work. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. It would be a very attractive. Yes. Theme. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would. That's that's what I, I would like. It. I would like to see that. I'm into it. Then, um, yeah, anything about this that read differently than when you originally saw it? I guess when I originally saw it, I hadn't ever been on a lesbian cruise before, so. I hadn't then. I still haven't. And I don't plan on it, so. I hadn't then. I haven't yet. I kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what it's all about. Okay, we're going to need um, Olivia Cruises to sponsor this podcast and send, Judy. send Jasmine on a cruise. Yeah. Please. And then she'll tell us all about it. Yeah. Hey fans, just want to let you know that we still have a hotline. We do. The number is 971-217-6130. Please call us. Here's the deal. These episodes are really long because we have so much cool stuff to talk about. Yeah. Cool and terrible stuff to talk about. And so we're going to just do a mailbag episode at the end of the season. And we're yeah. going to listen to all your voicemails and we're going to talk about everything and maybe even read some of your emails. So please keep calling, keep emailing. Um, and and that's going to be something that'll be coming later. So please don't think we are ignoring. We are just we have so much to talk about in these yes. episodes. Um, and we are especially looking for any L word origin story voicemails. Please send us those because we will be putting together a compilation. And I yeah. think that'll be really fun. Jasmine. Our, yes. Do you want to tell us about any projects that you're working on? That you would like the people at home to know about? Just to plug anything. Listen. Let me be straight up, because actors never tell the truth about this. Oh I'm not working on anything right now. I'm unemployed, and I'm trying to get a job. That's just part of the artist's life sometimes. Yeah, life. So life that's where I'm artist. at, but I'm producing, and I just directed and produced that short film awesome. that Camille wrote that's and started exciting. in, so that was exciting. My first time directing and producing Yay. something, and that like turned me on to all of that. So yeah. I'm doing more of that. Awesome. I'm just hanging out with my cat and my girlfriend, and trying to get a fucking job so can <laughs> I curse on this yeah, Jasmine's also so. one of the stars of a short film you might have heard about it's called Misdirection it was written and directed by me yeah it's pretty amazing it it's might be in awesome. a town or a city near you soon because Maybe. we're in like 55 festivals go yeah. check really, it out really yeah, overwhelming check it out. where can um, where can the people at home find you on social media you can find me on Twitter and Instagram a couple times a month <laughs> At Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N, Savoy, S-A-V-O-Y. I have a love-hate relationship with the socials. I'm yeah. like obsessed for three days. Then I'm like, fuck yeah. And I delete them. <laughs> it's just, I understand. You know. 
I understand completely. Mm. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining yeah, thank us. Thank you so much for joining us. It was my pleasure. It was really lovely. Was so nice. So fun. Maybe we'll have you on again sometime. I would yeah. love that. If We've during got your four more seasons yeah. to go, if any, I know you just like have been watching them recently. So if there's yeah. any that like pops in your head of like, wow, I really oh, have a lot to say about this. I got stuff to say. Then for let us sure, know. let us know. I definitely we will definitely do. have you back. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be hey. really fun. Um, the show can be found on Instagram and Twitter as well at to Ellen back. Yeah. Our hotline once again is 971-217-6130. That's 971-217-6130. And you can email us at to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. Sure can. Reese, um, do you want to tell the people where you are on social? Oh yeah. Auto Wind. That's my name. And also Auto Straddle. That's my website. Yeah, this also is the Auto yeah. Straddle Podcast. Also, just so you know, submissions for the Helena Peabody oil painting contest are still open. They're still open. Please um, please email us your fan art. You can email it or put it on Twitter or Instagram. Just hashtag mm-hmm. the very concise hashtag. Helena Peabody Oil Painting Challenge. Yes. Um, that's really easy to remember and really easy to type. Yeah. Uh, I am Carly Tron on all the social media things. Mm-hmm. Sure are. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Once for joining again. Us. We'd like you guys to know we have sold our first ad and we look forward to saying it. Oh. We will. Sometime soon. Sometime so. in the near future we'll be saying an ad yeah. at your ears. Yeah. So get excited. Get excited. We we're, are. We're super excited. Yeah. I've never. Oh. Oh, I want to sell out so bad. But this is even a selling out no, ad. It's not. It's this is ad. like a really great ad that we're no, doing. No, it's something we're super excited about. Yeah. So we're we're. But we can't tell you. We can't tell you. It's for the police. <laughs> they are sky cops. It's for the government. <laughs> it's for the government. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Our, goodbye, guys. Um, stay stay safe. Don't bon voyage. Yeah. Don't forget to wear your air your seasick bracelet. Bring a neck pillow when you travel. Sometimes. And don't put your nipple clamps in your carry on bag. Yeah, exactly. don't, don't do that. Don't but do, do that. put your vapes in your carry-on. They'll get mad at you if you take those. Um, try to check those. Some hot advice. Yeah, hot, hot advice. All right, bye, guys. Topping, laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way that we are.